You're listening to Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson, the podcast that tells you what it really takes to build a business and the simple steps to get you there. I'm determined to share with you the reality of easy, simple business marketing tips to make passive income so that you can start making money online. Making Money Online is sponsored by Nicola J. Rowley PR, helping entrepreneurs and brands get visible through strategic storytelling. If you're serious about being seen and impacting the lives of others, harnessing the power of PR is the best way to grow and scale your business. Visit njrpr.com for more details and read Nicola's best-selling book, The Power of PR. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I'm going to have someone actually with me in real life in my living room today. Um, That hasn't happened before. So normally there's somebody over Zoom when I do it as an interview like this. So it's quite nice to have someone. I feel like I'm on the radio. Yeah, so do I. (laughs) sat on the sofa next to you. So today I have with me Zoe McEwen. Zoe is a Facebook group strategist. She helps people to grow you know, really engaged, profitable communities on Facebook and helps you with not just the engaging them, but also selling, monetizing from a Facebook group as well. So I wanted to talk to Zoe today and we were just having a chat before and we thought it would be an interesting one to talk about, about the people in the middle. Let me explain what I mean by this. When we see people online, we often only see the people that are doing really really well you know the ones with the amazing stories the rags to riches stories the ones like me <laughs> that have kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah that's exactly right that have come and I'm from, the other end yeah come from not much and then they've made a lot of money but that story is what makes people interesting and so we hear about that a lot but actually there are a lot of people who aren't struggling right at the beginning yeah and aren't really doing like big things at the top but they're doing really well in the middle Mm -hmm. and you think this because you were a teacher yeah yeah so when I was a teacher there was a lot of emphasis on the kids that are struggling at the bottom or the kids that are you know the high flyers that need to be um, accelerated but the vast majority of the kids if you've got a class of 30 the vast majority 20 of them are just being well behaved getting on with their work and not disruptive handing their homework in on time and and seemingly getting a bit of less time um, spent with them just because they're doing the right thing and not shouting about the the successes or the things that, you know, they're just... They're just getting on with it. Just getting on with stuff. And there's a lot of people like that. And when I started working Facebook groups, I realised that that's what's brilliant about it is that anybody can start a group. It's very accessible. But of course, then we've just got lots of people who feel like they're just very average or not got the story behind that that might help them to resonate with people and and bring them more success and you actually don't need that story do you like I mean let's just take you as an example I've never heard you say some big rags to riches story or or some you know trauma that's happened to you in the past or anything like that but you're successful so how did you become successful is it because people resonate with you because you don't have a story I think so I mean I think yeah people do say to me that I'm relatable but I think it's that I'm not afraid to just be I've mentioned this to you before I'm not afraid to just be vanilla yeah I'm not afraid to be vanilla because I know that 
you know, vanilla can have sprinkles of stuff. Like I can be funny. I go to nice places. I do have a life. Yeah. I can add the toppings and the extra bits and I'm not afraid to show some of those. But generally my life is fairly average, you know, nice house, nice kids. Everything's kind of goes along. Yeah. There's been things that have happened. Of course that's, you know, in everybody's life, but I wouldn't consider myself to have a really strong backstory. Yeah. And I actually believe that because success is different for everybody, you don't need to have that. And you don't need to, you know, like people often with me, they go, okay, so like now you've, you've got multi-seven figures. What's next? You're going for like the nine figures. Mm-hmm. Like, and I often think if I was just, a normal, successful, doing okay in business. Would I have this much pressure on me to constantly get to the next stage? And how nice it must be for somebody that's, you know, making an average, still doing what I do online, mm-hmm. but making a, I don't know, 50 grand a year or a normal amount that is a normal job, you mm-hmm. know, a year, doing pretty well, not getting any of the crap that I get online because yeah. they're not known as much. They're just getting on with the job. They're doing really well. It's successful to them because they get to work from home and they get to do the things they want to do and like actually is it a big mistake that we're all trying to get this success that is look at me look at me success you know like the more visible we are the bigger the more out there we are we know that visibility makes us more successful we Mm -hmm. know that visibility and sharing our stories and all of those kind of things makes us more money but actually what if our version of success isn't that or our story, which is one of being quite average, resonates a lot more with the vast majority of people. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. okay. That's a good point. Because, you know, we can look at a lot of your stories and think that's idealistic. I'd like to be there. But actually, that isn't my version of success. Yeah. I'd love to go on a private jet, but I don't need that to feel successful or no. to be successful. And neither do most people. No, but that that's lovely thing to do and to share with people I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn it down but there's not what I need and I think a lot of the people that I see and work with with their Facebook groups they are really ambitious still they're not to be underestimated they are going places they've got something inside them that they're passionate about and they're desperately trying to get out there they've got great courses and ideas and memberships and they're full of it you know they're just bursting with it the bit they necessarily, they sometimes don't have is that business brain to get it out to the next level, to share it with the best marketing, the best PR, yeah. the, the best, whatever it is that helps them to succeed. They're really ambitious. They're not, you know. Yeah, they're not to be They're not coasting. They're really trying to go somewhere with this business and make a difference with other people's lives you know they've got some great ways of doing that and Facebook what's brilliant about Facebook is that they can do that it's an easy platform anyone can use it can set it up doesn't require a load of tech doesn't require any money what's difficult is perfecting it and that takes longer and so some people reach it quicker by being more visible and some people just need to take their time on that and and pace it but it is something you can practice and, and learn it might not be as quick as they see other people's success. But actually, I think that's one of the biggest issues in this online world is that people, and I did too, believe that the quickest is 
best. Mm-hmm. So I used to look at him and go, wow, she started when I did. And now she's already, you know, earning this much money and she's been in divorce and all of this. You were quick though. Well, I was five years to what I deemed to be yeah. success, I mm-hmm. think. I don't think I was as quick as people think I was. There was a lot of behind the scenes yeah. struggling to get there. But the problem that I found is quickest isn't best because the problem with being quick you know, I was quickly successful, but my mindset didn't catch up at the same time. Mm -hmm. So actually I struggled with quite a lot of things mentally because I hadn't given myself time to process anything. And now when my clients come to me and they say, you know, I want to do it as quick as you, I'm like, no, you don't. Why do you? That's really interesting because I think you're, I think you're right. Thinking about it, the people that I work with who are setting up their Facebook groups, they're already doing the struggling with the mindset. Yeah. So you imagine if suddenly then they have... 50,000 people They're watching putting that bit in first and trying to get that bit sorted so that they feel comfortable. Whereas you didn't, didn't. even worry about being comfortable. No, just I just like went off yeah. straight in and <laughs> off you went, which is, you know, another thing that's just interesting is about that. The personality is it that everybody should go with their own personality on this. And yeah. Facebook allows you to do that. That's what I love. It allows you to be creative come up with ideas, test them out. Yeah, and play a bit, play a bit with it. And I really like that about Facebook. And I like that no matter who you are in Facebook and no matter what your version of success is on Facebook, there will be others out there that resonate with that. Mm. You know, I've had people that say to me, yeah, but, you know, I don't want like six figures. I just want to be able to, my version of success is to stay at home with my kids Mm. um, and see them for three, you know, three days, not have to go into work for three days and see them more. And I said, say that. And they're like, no, because that feels not as ambitious as what everybody else is saying, like on Facebook. I guarantee you, if you say that there are a load of people that resonate with exactly what you want, not everybody wants this massive, well-known business. Some people just want to be able to not go to work every day and instead mm-hmm. work from home. And there's nothing wrong with that version of success. Like, I think we're almost being taught these days, we have to get to six figures, seven figures, eight figures, you know, all these yeah, things. Yeah, and everyone everyone needs different things. Yeah. And um, businesses need different things at different times. And we've talked about that as well. Yeah. Like what they see you doing now in your Facebook group or in your business is not something that they can maybe replicate or just copy on their own business. It, it yeah. is, you know, it, it doesn't takes work that way. A process, you need to practice, you need to test stuff, repeat some things, ditch some things, move on. But also nothing's cookie cutter, is it? Like no. if I've had this where people have tried to do exactly what I'm doing and think that if they do exactly what I'm doing, they'll get the same success. We were just talking about somebody in the online world who is known for one thing and has always been really good at that one thing. And I think recently that must not have been going as well for her because all of a sudden she's a version of me. Like she's teaching Mm -hmm. everything that I teach in the same way that I teach it. And I think people think that, you know, that person over there is doing, let's say LinkedIn or reels or tiktok like they're doing it this way and it's working for them so i'm going to do exactly the same thing and that's going to make me have the same success as them and it just doesn't work like that because you have to be connected you have to love the thing that you want to put out there yeah i'm a big fan of learning from others and watching what other people do and trying to learn and, and soak that up but you definitely have to go with your gut what you feel your personality you know if you're somebody that speaks in a certain way, likes to swear a lot, eats out a lot. You need, you know, show more of that, embrace it. Don't hide it away and try and 
I mean, I did that when I first started my wedding planning business. I was very much what I thought a wedding planner should look like or should be. (laughs) And of course, I just wasn't getting any clients. And as soon as I just embraced myself, it was easy. Yeah. And you talked before, and I think this is a really good point, that you have to really believe in the thing you're selling. And, you know, you said you talk through objections with people, but actually if they can think of objections with their own product, they shouldn't be selling it because it's not going to work mm. because they have to love it so much and think it's the best thing out mm. there for the right people. And I think that's really true. Yeah, and I'm quite organic with my business. I like it flows. I make decisions quite quickly. If I'm going to put something out there, it's because it feels right. I feel that people in my audience in the group needs it. And that I think is really important. That also, having said that, doesn't mean there isn't a plan and there isn't a strategy behind what I do. Every post I put in, I know why I've put it in there. I know the purpose. I can tell you what people are going to reply. I'll (laughs) tell you what I'm going to reply back to them and where it's leading. And that's super important because it is a business. And if you're going to start a Facebook group and build an audience online, it's not just a hobby. You'll end up in the friend zone. It has to be strategic part of your business why are you growing this audience where do you need them to go what are you going to talk to them about what is the purpose I think that's so true mm-hmm. and it is about you you do get in the friend zone and then no mm. one buys anything if you're in mm. the friend zone you just got so busy chatting you're having lovely chats it's draining your energy you're not working efficiently in your group and then still nobody buys from you and yeah. you're in there all the time and I'm chatting and there's loads of people but still nobody's buying from you yeah it's because it's- you've not facilitated a space where sales can happen. And it's one of the reasons that that happens is that I've seen people grow these amazing Facebook groups, really big, really engaged, but they don't sell anything for like a year. Yeah, because people think they don't, yeah, they've got to nurture, do all that nurture thing. You can still sell, can't you, right from the beginning? Yeah, day one. Sometimes people will buy from me immediately because when the moment that person joins your group is often the moment they most need you. There's a reason why they take the effort to find you, to click the link, to answer your questions, to come in your group. Something is triggered. Um, And if you don't catch them, I I think sometimes you've got about two weeks, not to catch them, to sell to them, but to catch them in your group, to make them loyal to you. Yeah. So that when they do decide they need help with their group or they need help with passive income, they come back to you. Yeah. Because they they don't go somewhere else. That's so interesting, isn't it? you hear people talk a lot at the moment about Facebook groups and Facebook itself being dead. Mm -hmm. And it always makes me laugh. What are your views on this? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'd say no. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I look in people's groups all the time. There's always a reason for it. You know, we're all in the same Facebook group. We're all the same algorithm, the same features, you know, everything is, is happening. So uh, if I can manage it, you can manage it. If somebody else can, you just need to change your content. You need to look at the variety of things. You need to look at who you're talking to. Uh, there's always a reason. And we shouldn't be blaming Facebook. And I don't blame the algorithm ever. No, never. Like, algor- Facebook's always going to have a dodgy algorithm, but we've found ways around it. Yeah, you play know, with it. You play with it, don't you? And also, if you're putting really good content out there that your audience really wants, the algorithm will not stop somebody coming to look for you. No, you can. I can always find something that you can post or get engagement. Yeah, and um, you and do a lot of that in your membership, don't you? Because yeah. it's like people often say, "I don't know what to put. I don't know what to say. Mm. I don't really have a plan for it." 
but your membership helps them with that. Mm, yeah, because if you're one person, which a lot of the average people that we're talking about who start their business and move it online are, the one person running their business. If you are one person running your business and running your Facebook group, your content is limited because you only got the pool of you. Of your head. Of your, yeah, of your <laughs> head. And so what happens is you get stuck in a rut because you're busy and you post about similar things constantly and you think that's fine and that's what, what people want to hear about because you've set this group up about a certain niche. So, of course, that's what you've got to talk about. And, of course, it's the opposite that gets engagement. It's everything but your niche. Yeah. But those things that are outside of your niche are not the things you feel comfortable with or confident Because with. they're normally about you. And I think yeah, that as soon as it gets it personal, it gets hard, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. But do you so think if I can give them content ideas that are from somebody else, it just broadens the topics that get talked about in that group. And that will help to find because we're not one dimensional. You know, if you've got a class of kids, you've got 30 kids in there. If you just talk about English or maths or whatever the thing is that you're teaching all the time, they will be bored stiff. Yeah. If you bring some fun into it, some songs, move the room around give them bits of colour paper, whatever it is. And it's the same with the Facebook group, lighten it up, liven it up. Yeah, you know, I love the stuff. way that you're tell- your whole teacher personality has helped with oh, your yeah. business now yeah. because it's basically the same thing. You're trying mm-hmm. to get a load of people with short intention spans yeah. to listen to you. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. That's so what it is, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Stop, listen to me is what I'm still trying to do as a teacher. Oh my God, yeah, that's funny. So do you think yeah, like- I've learned a few things <laughs> being a teacher. You have, yeah. and it's coming across. It's brilliant yeah, yeah. that we can think of it in that way. Do you think that in Facebook groups, we have to be more and more inventive and think of new things to do? Or is it okay to do the things that have worked? Uh, I would definitely look at the things that have worked, but- I do like to be a bit more original and creative. That's what I love about it. When I first, I'm quite a creative person. And really think of Facebook as anything but. People would say, oh no, it's like social media. But Facebook groups are just not like social media for me. They are, you can play about with it. You can you can say anything you want. You can be, you're free. Yeah. It's really lovely. And if nobody comments, who cares? Put another one in, say something else, try something, test, you know. It's, yeah, test it. I love that. It's hard at the beginning be though, isn't it? Because when you have a Facebook group at the beginning, I remember opening my Facebook group and it's like crickets at the beginning. It yeah. feels like you're just talking to nobody. How do you yeah. get over that sort of fear? Well, yeah. And most of the time that is the problem. It's like the, the fear or the negativity starts to creep in. Like nobody's, and it's probably only been a day. Nobody commented. Mm-hmm. I put three posts in, nobody commented. And that picks up traction really quickly, that negative energy. And actually you've got to really undo that and just go, I'm just going to go again. I'm going to say hello. I'm going to go live. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and somebody just this week said, oh, I'm scared to go live in my group. It's 25 people and nobody comments and I'm scared to go live. Um, and I'm like, well, what are you scared of? And she said, well, that somebody might watch me. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly it. <laughs> Careful what you wish for, because I think we want someone to watch you, don't we? So, you know, go live in the middle of the night or wherever you want. But if you've got 25 people or a small group, that's when you can really test stuff. That's when you can go live and nobody watches. That's when you can put posts in and not care whether anybody, you know, comments. Yeah, except that I, I, really, I thought at the beginning, well, no one's watching, so this doesn't have to be really good. Mm-hmm. And now I have 16,000 people in that Facebook group and they go back and watch my first oh. lives when I was really rubbish. Yeah. So actually try and be quite good though. <laughs> because no, that's a 
really good lesson. That's a really good lesson for them, isn't it? Like this is this is how I started. Yeah, you can be a bit rubbish at the beginning. Yeah, yeah like do it anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I I used to really think, well, no one's ever going to watch these. But you forget that you people can grow yeah. quite quickly, mm. and then people will go back and watch. Like people binge watch mm. things. Of you, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go back and watch everything. Right, it's a whole nother, yeah, a whole nother subject. Oh <laughs> people want to come and find out more about how facebook groups can work for them where is the best place for somebody to come find you facebook of course, uh, of just, course. yeah search me Zoe McEwen, and my group is called growing a successful facebook group and we will put the link to that in the notes thank you for being here oh, i'd like to have nice. chat yeah we could have it's, talked for it's ages. better doing a chat like this so i'm gonna just invite people over to my sofa to do this yeah. chat now yeah. it feels like a real chat rather than like someone over zoom i'm sick of zoom <laughs> Yeah, thanks guys for listening and I will be back next week with the next episode hope you have a fabulous day whatever it is that you're doing thank you for listening to making money online with Lisa Johnson if you'd like to get hold of my guide to launching go to lisajohnson.com forward slash launch and let's get you making money online